Welcome back to Worst Take. I, of course, am your host, Zach, joined with Armand and Cam. We got three segments for you guys today. We got a little NFL trivia, got a little start bench cut action. And then to follow it up, right after that last segment of the day, we got the worst take of the week. So stick around for that. It's going to be a good one. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Uh, First your, off. Yeah, you're the host today. Yes. Because you won, you won trivia last week. Reigning champion back to back. But now it's time for me to ask you guys the questions. I'm ready. It's time for NFL trivia. Let's go. Put these on so I can look smarter. Trying to copy me. Pure aesthetics. Pure aesthetics. Let's do it, baby. I'm ready. Both just copiers. I'm ready. So you guys think you're pretty knowledgeable about football, right? Relatively, I'm better with the NBA trivia, but I am until we get to these moments. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you couldn't name Kobe last week. Yeah. Hey, man. Certified choker. Rough week. Steve Nash, under 25. Rough week. Rough week. So I got a treat for you guys. What's up? The category that I want you guys to do is all-time NFL sack leaders. Jeez, what is wrong? Yeah. Boy. You're going to like this one. All-time. All-time NFL sack leaders. Okay. So let's see how much you guys know about defense. How many? Is it a top 10? I'm giving you a top 15. Top 15. So we're working together on this, right? Or is we alternating? You can alternate. Uh, Matter of fact, pick a pick a coin. Pick a coin. Pick a side. Pick a coin. Pick a side. I'm, uh, tails. I was, tails? I always go tails, yeah. Siri. Flip a coin. Yeah, baby, yeah. Back will be going first. I don't know how much that helps me, but let's do it. It's always tails. All right. Flip an actual coin. It is. Yeah. Okay. Statistics. I'm starting us off. Okay, so are, yes. we, are we up against each other? Are we competing? Or? We're competing. You each okay. get... Three lives. Three lives. Three lives. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. Oh. Um, okay. I think I know one. I'm so unconfident right now. So me too. I I'm confident on one. That's it. I okay. think he might be number one. By the way. Well, the rule is after you're done with your three lives each, huh. it's it's a free for all. You can steal. You can just go whenever. I thought that means we lose, don't it? No. Wait, you what? I guess you're right, huh? <laughs> All right, Wait, we're what? just doing. We're just doing uh, three lives. Okay, okay you so have three so lives. It, since, um, since he's going first, if he gets the third strike first, and I was on two strikes, I would still have to Answer. get one right to, to win. Yeah. To win it. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's how we'll do it. The only name that I have in my mind, he might be number one, is Reggie White. That's the one I had. Too. That is correct. He's uh number two. Number two. Okay. Number two. Okay. This is a lot harder without a screen to look I at. No, it's way harder <laughs> without like, the like, team getting... names. Like the the because when we did the NBA trivia, we had we the, at least had the, the team teams. names. Yeah. yeah, that made it way easier. Um, <laughs> oh, Lawrence Taylor. Lawrence. Ah, yes, Lawrence Taylor at fourteen. Damn, what a snag! Fourteen way lower than I thought. Okay. Um, I thought that was like safely top ten. Okay, I'll take it though. That's all the same. Kevin Green. Kevin Green, that is correct. Uh, Number three, Kevin Green. Great pull. Great pull. I am all out. (laughs) Well, because the thing is, is that I I know the, like, the one who was the, like, single season sack record holder. I'm nervous that he didn't make it to the list, though. That's, uh, I'm still going to guess it. Give me, give me Michael Strahan. Michael Strahan is on the list Let's at go. number six. Okay, wow. Yes. Wow, that's six. a lot higher up than I thought. Okay. I thought, Michael I thought Strahan, he might sneak yes. in there. Okay. Um, we're doing well so far. I mean, we got... We're, we're both four, going pretty smooth so far. No strikes. Yeah. Um, man, I have a name. Okay. I just... Trust yourself. I'm, trust yourself. No. I, I, I'm, I'm happy that I got Kevin Green and Reggie White out the way. Uh, pretty Kevin good pool. I'm going to guess the name. I don't okay. know if he's up there. I'm going to go with Julius Peppers. Julius Peppers is on the list. Oh. He is on the list. Wow. Where was he at? Number four. Wow. Two, three, Number and four. Number four. Nice. I just you can't get anybody but good. one. Okay. okay. I like doing it. pretty good. There's, there's a Bills defensive end that I'm trying to think of. It's like, it's, it's Bruce something. Mm. It's, is it Bruce Smith? 
That is correct. Let's go. That is correct. Number one. Bruce Smith played with Washington. Number one. Leading sack leader, Bruce Smith. Great pull. I'm liking it. What was the one you just named? I kind of tuned out while I was trying to think. What was the one you just named? Julius Peppers. Julius Peppers. That's okay. Okay. Um, I didn't want to repeat it. Man. You've already got what? Six down? Six down, no strikes. No strikes. Doing good. Doing good. This is tough. Um, I'm really trying to think of old heads. Um, jeez, I can't think of any old D tackles. I mean, yeah, defensive ends are probably your best bet. That's um, yeah. Um, man, uh, I'm not confident in any of these names. Like, I'm thinking of like, uh, okay. Since Lawrence Taylor was on there, I'm going to take a shot. Maybe he's in this list, too. I'm going to say Ray Lewis. Ray Lewis. Linebacker, I doubt. I know, but... Ray Lewis is not on the okay, list. Okay. okay. He's not okay. on the list. Okay. Okay. Um, That's tough. That's tough. Okay. Our first strike goes to Zach. Okay. I mean, there's two more recent ones that I'm deciding between. I know he's a defensive tackle, but I feel like he's played long enough. And if he was on the list and he's on my team, I'd be pretty bad for not. Am I going to say Aaron Donald is on the list? Aaron Donald is not on the list. Wow, that's a not shocker. The what's, the, what's the sack number of number 15? How many does it have? 15, 132. doesn't have 132 been in the league like seven years eight years like eight nine now because he was the um, same draft as he was the same draft as oh i got a name okay. i'm confident What's in this up? name okay. 132 he's got to be up there for the length that he played is uh i'm looking for mr jj watt jj watt is not on the list oh my god strike number man. two Bro, for Zach. everybody yeah. How is J.J. Watt not on that list? This is a tough list. This is a super tough list. A super tough list. Uh, there's another more recent one that I'm afraid to guess. And th- there's, a, there's one that I'm thinking of that's a stealer that I'm just like. I feel okay, like I think I know the name. I feel, But I'm nervous that he was a D-tackle. I can't remember if he was a D-tackle or a D-end. I'm nervous he didn't get the sack number. Oh, oh, your more recent one. Yeah, I know who you're thinking of. I'm not guessing. Him. Oh, no, no. Not, oh, that, you're thinking the, the old school. One. Yeah. I don't know. I, give me, give me, give me, mean Joe Green. That's who. Yep, that name was in my mind too. Joe Green. What about that one? Gonna take it. Yes. Joe Green is not on the list. He's I was not thinking there. Me Joe Green too. Oh so both my on two. gosh. Both on two. Exactly. Yeah, um, I got one other name in mind. There's one that I'm trying to think of in like. Oh, okay. Wait, no. I I hate getting. I start thinking about these dudes, and ah, it's just like I want to take them, but yeah. I'm also on two strikes. So like, I mean, these are all risk. So I feel like this is these are the better answers out of the ones that I could come up with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the name I'm looking for today is Demarcus Ware. Demarcus Ware. Is on there the list. There we go, baby. There we go. Oh, he is on there the list. Great. Oh my Where was he God. at? He was at number nine. Let's go. At 130. Milk that head, Demarcus Ware. I love you. <laughs> Let's go. Pressure, Armand. Oh, Pressure. man. That was a great pull. Pressure's on, Armand. There's one, like, Vikings one that I'm trying to think of. Oh. Like, old, old. Getting the names mixed up on that <clears throat> purple people eaters line. Getting the names mixed up. I want to go with the recent one. I feel like there's obvious ones that we're missing, right? There's, there I don't know. Be. Marcus, where, so one through four are gone. One through four are gone, yes. Okay. Not eight, nine. And then six, nine. And 14. Okay, so 5, 7. 5, 7. And then 10 through. 10 through. 13 and 15. 13. 
So Demarcus Ware was nine. I have two names now. I do too. I have one. So you better get this right. Wait, actually, I don't know. I'm scared. <laughs> I'm scared. I had to have played long enough. Dominated for so long. What's your gut, Arma? What's your gut? That scares me. Like Donald was not. That's what's that's what's making me nervous for these ones. I'm like, I don't. Is Von Miller? Did he make the list? Von Miller is not on the oh. list. He just oh. barely missed the top fifteen. He was at like eighteen, I think. Um. Yeah. Is, is, so this is for the win. No, it's over. You won because I went. I went second. Oh, I, I don't have to name one to win it. No, no. no. Oh. He won a second. Yeah. Doves, baby. <laughs> can I can I guess one? Was Terrell Suggs on there? Terrell Suggs was on the list. <gasps> I told you. I told you. Go with your gut. I told you to go with your gut. Suggs. Yep. I was thinking of Suggs after I guessed Lewis. Is Alan Page on there? Alan Page is not on the list. Is um Was Robert Mathis on there? Robert Mathis? Oh wait. no. Is it what's his name? Alan from the Vikings. Alan Page. That was no, 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 no. His last oh. name was Alan. It was, it's not Josh. It's is it from the Vikings. Yeah, Jared Allen. Jared Allen. He was on the list. Yep. What? That's who I was really? thinking too. Wow. He was on the list. I couldn't think of his first name. Been on the list. Okay, that's surprising. Jared Allen. Y'all knew a majority of the list. Cause... So give give us the list. Give us... Okay, so or give us like the team, and like where they were, and see if we can get it. Okay, yeah. so at number five, I don't think you're gonna get this one. It's really hard. Let's uh, say the team. Uh, he's a Vikings defensive end. It's one of the people, purple people leaders that I, I getting the name. I, I don't know. Chris Dolman. Never mind. Oh, never <laughs> Chris got that. Dolman. Um, at number seven, we have a Miami defensive end. Miami. Oh, shot. <laughs> no guesses. Any like recent years? What year? Uh. Do you know the name? Now, okay, okay there you go, Jason Taylor. Oh, okay, okay, that's that's gettable. I wouldn't have remembered. Yeah, that's that's number seven. We have Jason Taylor, number eight. You already said his name, Terrell Suggs. <laughs> um, at number 10, we have a Bears defensive end. It wasn't Peppers, no, he was on there with Peppers. Uh, yes, our lacker was a linebacker. Wait, Robert. No, Quinn's not on there. Um, Bears. Who no was idea. tough back in the day? I don't know either. It's Richard Dent. Never would have got that. Richard <clears throat> Dent. And then uh, 11 is a Vikings defensive tackle. Is that one of your guys? What's your guess? I don't know it. John Randall. Yes. John yes, Randall at number eleven. Number twelve. You already said his name, Zach. Jared Allen Jared played Allen. for the Chiefs and the Vikings. Yep. And then at number thirteen, you have a uh, the Jets, and he played for the Jets and the Falcons. He's a defensive end. No takers. Oh. Okay. John Abraham. Heard the name. Don't even know. John Abraham. And then at 15, it's a Chargers D line slash linebacker. Oh. Chargers. Ao Spikes. No. Junior Seo. No, it's not Junior. It's not Takeo Spikes. It's Leslie O'Neill. Oh. Never heard of him in my life. I'm gonna say maybe Never heard like of Sean him. Merriman. Or a tough list i give I it to, i give it to you guys you guys got hey, more we, than we got the top one we, yeah we, yeah we did good like for a while and then... <laughs> bruce smith was a good i i remembered that there was somebody that played for washington at one yeah. point but yeah you also played for buffalo yeah remember the name pretty good you guys if i would have had to answer to steal i would have said i don't know if i would have gotten jared i kept i knew alan but i was thinking like john but i knew it wasn't oh, josh yeah. <clears throat> i was like fuck what was this like it was a j name i don't know if, if I you would have gotten really close i probably would have given 
don't, yeah, I don't know if I can't can believe look. Aaron Donald. That scares. That's scary. I mean, this list was like, yeah. Because a lot of these, the guys on this list have played like 12, 15 seasons. That's true. Yeah, I get it. Which is ridiculous. Yeah. Like a, yeah, ridiculous. Might want to say it into the, into the mic. Oh, I did. I said it after. I guess oh. Milk Dud Head, DeMarcus Ware, I love you. <laughs> Scoop ball ass head, oh. even though you were a cowboy. That's crazy. And that concludes our trivia section of this episode. Back Thank in the you wind so column. much Back for in the wind uh, Zach and Armand for participating. That means you're hosting, Zach. I'm hosting next week. Mm-hmm. Get ready. I'm going to have graphics okay. so we can make it a little easier. That way you don't have to look into the sky and Great. open name appears. <laughs> awesome. Okay, let's do a little start bench cut for the NBA. Let's start with the point guards. Who would you start bench cut? Trey Young, Tyrese Halliburton, or De'Aaron Fox? Ooh, that's tough. Have to start one, bench one, cut one. Be tough decisions. Is this like who's the best right now? Or if like I'm starting a team, I'm starting it with this point guard. Let's do for right now. Right now? Like this season, yeah. Mm. Okay. Because then that's, I didn't set it up in a way that's like off the top. Okay. <clears throat> this is tough. I mean, I can give you mine. You want to hear mine first? Sure, yeah, yeah. Okay, because for me, uh, the start, that's tough. I, I think I'm starting Tyrese. I, out of I'm those three, I think I'm starting Tyrese. I'm not mad at that. Being I think- the number one offense in the NBA right now, by the way. Which he's, is crazy. Not something I saw coming. But. He's one of the last true point. He's really I'm not mad at it. Yeah, he's I really mean, good at it. He, he gives me like new school Stockton vibes. Great dimer. I think I'm going. I think I'm. I'm going to piggyback off of that. I think I start Tyrese. Okay. I like you said. He's he's been cooking, passing, scoring. Um, simply for the fact that. I haven't heard too much from him and I haven't heard his name as far as putting up crazy numbers and stat lines this year. And I have for the other guy, I'm going to bench Trey Young. and I'm going to cut De'Aaron Fox. You cut De'Aaron. Wow. Yep. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's probably the route I would go. I, I would, I would bench Trey Young and then Fox. Yeah. It's tough for me. It is. It's hard. That's not an easy decision. I think for me, I'm going to, might be a little controversial, but I mean, I'm we know gonna, your feelings on Deer and Fox based on your top fifteen rankings. Yeah, Ooh. I'm probably gonna put Fox in my number one. I know he doesn't have like the best stats as Halliburton, but also Halliburton more often than not has to carry the entire load of it. That's true. So in my eyes, like Fox can do it all. He can assist, and most importantly, he can finish the game. So for me, I, I'm gonna have Fox number one and then Halliburton number. So how does Tyrese having to carry the whole load of his offense make him worse? Well, because his stats look better compared to Fox because Fox is sharing the floor with Sabonis. Is his logic is what? Right, like Sabonis plays like the 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 Jokic role. He kind of brings up the ball. Mm. He play makes a lot. No, he doesn't take like the stats. Jokic the stat sheet over like. No, no, not at all. But I'm just saying, like stats wise, like. Fox's numbers are reduced because he's not always the one initiating. That's true. Play. Like playing, playing with an all-star will do that. That's right. true. I still just don't think. I'd rather have my starter knowing that he can do that. Like I'd rather take the dude that I know can carry the style. Not to say that Fox couldn't, but. I'm more confident with, with Tyrese. <laughs> Personally. Yeah. But that, that's close. That's what I wanted was like all three. It is. That's close. tough. So the fact that yeah. our cut guy can be the one that you start is, you know, at least means I, I got some relatively close. Definitely. Let's go shooting guard. Bradley Beal, Zach Levine, Tyrese Maxey. Okay, bench well, cut. let's get the start out the way. It's Bradley Beal. Don't even have to I think mean, about we it. Were... I don't even All have right. to think about that. All right. You Not even a second thought. I don't know why you wear any jersey but your son's jersey with how much you're on them, bro. Yeah. I mean, he's the best shooting guard, second oh. best shooting guard, because he's right behind Devin Booker. But, yeah, that's not even close. Starting Bradley second Beal. Second best shooting Donovan guard Mitchell? on the team? Bradley Beal. Over Donovan Mitchell. Over Donovan Mitchell. Over anybody else but Devin Booker. We're not, yeah. I'm not even going to acknowledge. This will be be a relatively quick one for me because I'm going to, I'm going to start Bradley Beal. I'm going to bench Tyrese Maxey. I'm going to cut Zach Levine. Are we that low on Zach Levine already? Yes. Yeah. Yes. 
I'm not low yes. on him. No, I'm not. We talked him. about it last week. Maxie's going dummy this year. He is. So. I, uh, he earns a good bench spot. Yeah. Okay, that that's for me. I you saying it outright so easily for Beal, concerning. But I, <clears throat> your rankings are the same for me. I I have Bradley Beal start bench Maxie, cut Levine. But it's close for me. It is close for me. It's not close. Why are you so low on Levine though? Levine, I mean, he's been super inefficient, and the Bulls don't look too good. Yeah, like, like skill set wise, he could be compared to those guys. But I think when you translate it on the and his ability to play off of some, the the versatility of his game. Me, I don't agree with that at all. I think so. I think. If he doesn't have the ball in his hands, he's not very. I I just think the the difference is that like. You if you put, my question is if you put Tyrese Maxey or if you put Bradley Beal on the Bulls, is that team all that much different? I think they do get a little bit better. Especially Tyrese Maxey, just he's a plug and play player. Run the show, or he can come all in. I, yeah, I mean, I think so. so that's something that Tyler Hero can't do. That's why he's better. That's true. That's why I didn't. Why I didn't bring Tyler Hero into this? Thank you for. Anyways, um, so my list is going to be Tyrese, uh, Beal, and then benching. Well, okay. So by your by your logic though, because you you say <clears throat> Tyler Hero is better than Tyrese Maxey, you would take Tyler Hero over Bradley. That Beal? is correct. We're not doing I, this again. I've already said this last episode. Why do y'all keep asking me this question? Like, how like, many more times do I need to, because to make I, this comparison? I know that. Like, I know you that don't you're. Believe that. I know I, you're bad at like thinking about basketball, but I didn't know you were delusional with it. Like that's delulu behavior. So Bill being second place in the shooting guard spot is it's, not delusional. That's not what both, I'm saying. You're both delusional. Well, first off. You said Bradley Beal was the second best point guard in the NBA. Shooting guard, yeah. Or shooting guard, yeah. Yeah. No. Okay, but also Tyler Hero is not better than Bradley. No, he not is. even close. He's not. He we we could not. spend the whole podcast talking but about you know this. What? So what, uh, it doesn't matter. Just chop that, it up. Just, yeah. Let's just, just go to the next position. I kind of want to focus on it, but whatever. Anything that Cam says after this just loses all credibility for me. Like that's just an insane take. I lose credibility, but Bradley Beal's the second best shooting guard in the league. We haven't even gotten to our worst take of the week yet, and we already got it. Bradley Beal's closer to the second best point guard in the league, or second best shooting guard in the league, than Tyler Hero is to Bradley Beal. That is not true. That is true. At all. That is absolutely true. The gap is enormous between the top four. What you're saying is Tyler Hero is basically a top three shooting guard. You would have him under Mitchell, right? And Jalen Brown. And Jalen Brown. So okay. fourth. So he's the top five no, shooting guard. We got him at six last time because you said he was under and. Oh, well, you no. Know, yeah. And no. Kyrie. Kyrie, yeah. And okay. Kyrie. So, yeah, for sure. But, okay, number six, whatever. I, yeah. I'm, all I'm saying is apparently a, a top six shooting guard alongside Jimmy Butler, alongside the best defensive player in the league, Bam Adebayo, y'all, y'all better win a championship. If y'all end up a first we, round We've been in the finals multiple times. Yeah, and what happened? With what to finals? show for it? I don't want to hear from you, Mister No Championship. Yeah, anyway, ever next round. Next okay, round. but we at least have validity to say that we have the best shooting guard in the NBA on our team. No, you don't. Or Devin Booker is a shooting guard. Oh wait, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I'm I, not talking. Yeah, well, Bradley Beal's too. Okay, okay. But we really, we really <laughs> have the number one shooting guard. You do, in the NBA. you do, you do, you do. Take us a small player. Not a top ten player though. Uh, don't do it. Don't start that. Don't start that. Don't start that. Uh, this guy. Okay. <clears throat> we'll go to the small forwards. Start bench cut. Mikhail Bridges, Laurie Markinen, Brandon Ingram. Okay. Mm. Okay. That's very interesting. I like, I like that. I like. I like hearing three different mm's. styles. That means I, I got the I got the three players close. Three different styles. Hey, small forwards is a versatile position. It is. Laurie Markinen is kind of interesting because he's like a power forward. Small. He's forward. a big three. Yeah. He's a big three to me because he shoots a lot. But you know, you, basketball. So is Brandon Ingram though. Brandon Ingram's point, a big so. three. Yeah. Hmm. This one's tough for me, personally, because I, I I'm a big Brandon Ingram fan, former Laker. Yeah. Um, he also got me Anthony Davis on my team, so I'm always appreciative for that. Uh, man, that's tough. 
Because was I don't think Bi was an All Star last year, was he? No, he, but he was an All Star replacement like the year before or something like that. Markinen was an All Star last year. Mikael Bridges has the potential going forward. I just I like what Mikael Bridges brings with offense and defense. defense. Two way aspect, is yeah. The two way aspect is huge. I think I'm gonna big. start Mikael Bridges. Man, this is so tough. Uh, I'll start Mikael Bridges. I'll I'll bench Bi cut Markinen. That's gonna be. I like it. I yeah, like it. Okay. I mean, the starter is gonna be a no brainer. Just like you have love for Brandon Ingram, I always have love for Mikael Bridges. Part of the twins that took us to the finals in the NBA uh, with the Phoenix Suns. So I'm starting Mikael. I think he's the better, the best player out of the three, regardless whether I, yeah. he played for Phoenix or not. Um, I think it's tough. It's like you said. I do like Brandon Ingram's game. I think that he has a good comparison when people compare him. Like his his ceiling to be like a Kevin Durant type player. I think he's like one of those big high. guys that can get us. I don't think he's reached that potential, but yeah. I think if the best out of him could be along the lines of that. But Markinen is tough, man. I've seen him hit some really tough shots. He's taken a really poor team places. That, that we've never seen before. Um, for that reason, I'm going to bench Mark and then cut B.I. But I really oh, do yeah. like B.I.'s game. For that same reason you talk about marketing, obviously I think the Cal Bridges can be the best. But just watching marketing like, develop his offensive game with the Jazz, I mean, you saw that game with the Suns. He was cooking. Yeah. He was cooking. He hit some really tough. And so shots. if I'm thinking about like a guy who whose offense can can be the best and take me to the playoffs, I would go marking in number one just because I think he can with the right team around him, he could be a number one option on the playoff team. Right. The playoff team, maybe. Yeah. I like that. Um so I'm gonna say marking in number one and then number two, Cal Bridges. Right? He's two way, great wingspan, has a good offensive game. I like him. So I'm I'm a bench McCall and then and cut BI. Okay. That's tough. I like it though. You can't go wrong. Those are three that are those are three great options. It's really All these good are options. gonna be great yeah. options. That's why this is tough. You got it. You're saying you're you're cutting one, so yep. uh this one also a tough one. Because we know Cam loves one of these guys very, very much. Uh oh. <coughs> uh start bench cut, power forwards, one of them's Mostly a center, but I had to fit him in somewhere. Yeah, here he comes. Chet Holmgren, Evan Mobley, Paolo Banquero. The reigning rookie wow. of the year. Evan Mobley, defensive juggernaut, and Chet Holmgren, possible rookie of the year this year. Yeah. Huh. I don't want to think long on this one. I mean, like. No, but this is for this season. This right is for after, this season. I know, right after you said the names, I kind of had my idea. So I don't want to start to sit there and second guess it. So I'm just going to kind of spit it out Um, off of this season. This is tough. It's tough. (laughs) It's very tough. This is tough. Off of this season, I'm going to start Chet Holmgren. I'm going to bench Paula Bancaro and I'm going to have to cut Evan Mobley. It's tough. I do like Mobley and his his defensive ability in Cleveland, but I don't want to think long on it. So that's just my first instinct. Yeah, I think... And I, I think I'm going to go start Chet. I think I'm going to bench Mobley and I'll cut Paolo. I just, I, I think Paolo's numbers are a little inefficient for what he gives you. He gives you a lot of numbers, like points per games wise, but they're inefficient numbers. I just don't know what the, the ceiling is, but I guess we are talking just. Yeah. I, I like Evan Mobley's defensive ability, um, but the reason I'm taking Chet is just because those other two, I don't see, like, taking me to wins if they're the number one scoring option, whereas as Chet <clears throat> could possibly. I'm not saying, like, he's there yet, but some nights he's going to be able to give you 38. Like, like I think Chet's right. just a really good combination of both of them, honestly. I think he's a, I yeah. think he's a slightly... I think him and Paulo's scoring abilities are pretty similar, and I think him and Mobley's defensive abilities are pretty similar. I still think Mobley's a little better, but I think Chet can develop into what Mobley like kind of is. Um, honestly, I kind of agree with Zach's rankings. I like 
obviously, I feel like Chet's the easy number one option just because <clears throat> he's already shown he can score at like will. And then on top of that, his defense is great. So because of that, he's number one easy. And then for number two, <clears throat> I'm going to say uh, Bancaro just because he's got a very mature game. Like when I look at him, I almost see like a like a young mellow. Like he doesn't have the same type of shooting, but that natural scoring ability as a, a large a large stretch four, I see that in him. And then as for Mobley, I think. <clears throat> skill wise right now he's the most lacking but ultimately i think he has the most potential to grow out of all three of these guys i like the mellow comp uh inefficient scores both of them all right start bench cut centers carl anthony towns alperin sangoon jared allen right now we're talking right now not for the future i know what you want to say immediately mm-hmm. damn but i was thinking the same thing <laughs> Already. I like Sangoon, man. I do, I do. But we're talking right now, okay. this season, not off potential. Is Carl Anthony Towns fell off that hard already? I mean, he just doesn't have control of the offense. Like he's like become like a corner sitter with some pick and roll action here and there. I think him moving more towards a power forward type of role. Has limited his yeah. It's limited his ability to impact the game as a big man in terms of rebounds, in terms of like just helping the offense. He's never been like a great defensive player, so I think that's partly why he's playing the four. But me personally, seeing what Ime Udoka has been able to do with Alpi, I think he's the the best out of this. I'm still taking Carl Anthony Towns. I'm starting Carl Anthony Towns. I, I on a better team when he's playing actual center, which is where I I put him. I you know I I put him in the center list instead of the power forwards. I'm taking Carl Anthony Towns because I still think he's close with Sabonis, but I still think he he is he could be the third best center in the league when the team is built for him. I still think he could be the third best center in the league behind Jokic. Over your NBA. top 10 player, Anthony Davis? Okay, not Anthony Davis, but I, I kind of think of him as a power forward. He's not over Anthony Davis, but... Or Giannis. Giannis is a, Giannis is a power forward. Yeah, he's a power forward. He's definitely a power he's forward. He's not a set. He's a yeah. power forward. He's not a set. <laughs> but, yeah, so... I feel, like, st- I feel like he could be better than Sabonis. Is what I'm yeah. No. I don't know. No, I don't, I don't so. agree with when that. When the team's built around him, I, I so I'm I'm starting him. I'll put Sangoon on the bench and I'll cut Jared Allen because I'm like I get it. He can rebound the ball, but um, glorified Andre Drummond. Okay, go I'm ahead. starting. I'll put Sangoon, putting Towns on the bench, and then I'm gonna put Jared Allen on on the cut. I'm putting it on the waiver wires because Jared Allen is, yeah, Jared Allen has been selling. Back-to-back playoffs. He doesn't rebound that much anymore. Not protecting the rim. So, uh, I don't know what's happening to Jared Allen, but I hope he, he gets it together. He is, he is what he is. And what he, rebounding center, that's pretty offensive. Zach? Um, I mean, you guys kind of already hit all the key points. Um, I'm going to start Alpie just because Gobert is there. And when you add Gobert to a team, it shrinks your floor tremendously because nobody's scared of Gobert on the perimeter. Yeah, but we're talking about the the, the individuals. Yeah, no, I'm just saying as for, for this season. So that's okay. limited cat on what he's been able to do this season. Yeah. Yeah. Alpi has been, man, he, he just stuffs the stat sheets. He does everything. He scores rebounds, he passes. And that's great to see from a young center. So I'll start Alpi. Um, I'm going to bench Cat, and then I'm going to cut Jared Allen. Okay. Not to say I don't give love to the Cleveland boys, but. There's better names on the list. Center's name, Trailblazers. Oh, Yusuf Nurkic. Yeah, like if Nurk was on that list, I'm starting Nurk. All right, bro. Uh, no, this he... is over. End this. Yeah, Nurk is End tough. Right, I, y'all aren't watching, man. It's gotten ridiculous. Y'all aren't watching. What was he top? Ridiculous. You were about to say top. He's top what? He's top one. Nurk's the best starting center in the NBA. Maybe in Turkey, yeah. He's from Bosnia. Okay, in Bosnian. 
He's definitely the best Bosnian center. He's also the he's best. He's the only he's Bosnian the center. Only. He might be the only Bosnian player. That's why he's called the Bosnian beast. Because he's the number one center in the NBA. You can have ridiculous. This is too far. All right, y'all. My credibility is a question. My credibility is a question. Watch the tape. Watch the tape. I'm gonna say nothing. Nurk speaks from Nurk is speaking for me. Watch the tape. Cut the camera on. I think you'll see something different, like Jeff Okuda said. But my credibility is at stake. Both of yours. But like the thing is, is that you're serious about the hero take. He is just a son's dick rider. That's that's the difference. Call me what you want. You can't call me broke. Money. You, you're broke on rings? I am broke on rings. Well, our head coach has one. Appreciate y'all. Yeah, well, y'all didn't get that. the closest you're going to come to a ring. That's fine. That's championship DNA in the locker room. All yeah, we need Kevin Durant's there. You know. Yep. Everybody gets a get ring it? before or after you, not during, though. True. That's true. And Chris Paul won't be the Sean one to Marion, do it after. Sean Marion got his one. Well, that the whole Dallas team. Was a dirt. They were okay. That behind dirt. Yeah, but, you know, that's what you have to do because the superstars on the other teams actually win championships, but the ones when they're on the Suns don't. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah, we've been historically bad at that. Narrative's changing. Stay tuned. Devin Booker will get a ring when he's the second option on a team. I will not watch like the, the Heat. I will not. I, the, the day that we, the day that book, if he gets traded and he doesn't retire, Phoenix Sun, I'm done watching the NBA. I can't see it. I can't wait. I can't watch I that. I can't wait for him to be a Laker, though. I could never watch that. <laughs> it wouldn't look right. It would never look right. You know who is going to be a Laker is Jason Tatum. You think so? I think so. When LeBron retires, he'll be. He'll be. Lakers fandom speaking again. They think they're getting everybody. Uh, it happens though. Is Anthony Davis on the team or not? Because of tampering. I thought y'all were getting Kawhi, Kevin Durant, is LeBron Paul George, is LeBron James the best player of all time? Not on the team. Is he not? He is. He's on the team because we got him. Yeah, we, like we're not gonna get everybody. We put in the, you know, no, we do no, the jersey no, no, change no, no, no. on. LeBron but, picked LA. LA did not pick LeBron. Doesn't matter. He he picked us because we're the Lakers. Because and he lives Kobe in LA. died and he wanted to live on his legacy in a Lakers jersey. Came to the Lakers before Kobe died. That's why he stayed. That's why he signed his extension. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> That's why he stayed in LA. Keep on Kobe's legacy. He did not want to move to a, a fourth team. That's why. And it is, his kids grew up in LA, mm-hmm. and that's the benefits. And that's why he chose the Lakers instead of the Clippers because the Clippers suck ass. Poverty franchise. Poverty. First franchise in the NBA will forever be. It doesn't matter if you move out to a new arena that you built in Inglewood. Nobody cares. Nobody's going to your game. Wow. This crypto.com is so nice. I hate that name so much. Uh, the the arena's nice. Yeah, go back Historic. to once you go back to Staples, you might you guys might get back in the wind column. Yeah, I'd like to go back. Staples and I'd like is... I'd like to go back to talking stick. But here we are, at footprint. It's better Very than crypto dot com. It is. You know the name of your arena? I'm just curious. Uh, it's the Caseya Center. It was the FTX. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Huh. It, that, yeah, no, I know why it's not the FTX. No, yes, yeah, it was the FTX uh, crypto uh, arena or whatever, but the the dude like committing fraud on like yeah, half the country. He's in so jail they had now. To, yeah, they had to get rid of it. They went bankrupt. The Caseya Center. Yeah, I don't even know what a Caseya is, but I know and the I name. I thought Crypto.com would have been the worst of ours. <laughs> I miss American Airlines. Man. American Airlines was tough. That was tough. <laughs> That was nice. Yeah, we used to be U.S. Airways before Talking Stick. That was tough, too. What's, what's yours in Houston? It's Honda Center. It's, it's Toyota Center. Oh, Toyota Center. Honda Center is... That's where the Ducks play. Hockey. How do you know that? Not a wrestling Because I grew up, like, 20 minutes from it. Yeah. Uh, but I'm, I'm a Kings fan. About Anaheim Kings. Yeah. Just because you guys 
hockey. Playoff hockey is the best. We can have this discussion another time. Playoff hockey is the best sports atmosphere. Like you go to overtime playoff hockey, whoever like you go, it's like a walk off in baseball. But either no, I know how the rules work. It's just boring for American sports. You're talking about or just sports in general? If you're talking talking about sports in general, soccer definitely. Oh, I thought you were about to say like cricket or something. Cricket? I thought that's what you were going to say. Have you ever even seen me talk about cricket? No, but I for some reason I when you when you clarified American, I was like, is he about to say like cricket or? No, I knew where he was going with that. I'm just saying it's exciting. Okay. I would want to go to like a hockey game, playoff hockey, just for the hope that it would be. It's awesome. What uh, sport would you want to sideline? Football. Football? Football, basketball. Football. I mean, you guys are the journalism majors. I'm, not, I'm out of that now. That's a great point, by the way. Speaking of sidelining of football games, <clears throat> welcome to Worst Take of the Week. Ah. I don't know if you guys have heard, but uh, Carissa yes, I've, Thompson. I've heard, yeah. Carissa Thompson Carissa, yeah. had the most insane quote that I've ever heard from a professional reporter. She said, I'm, I'm going to paraphrase a little bit. Um, I could pull up the quote word for word, but that's a lot of work. So I'm going to paraphrase. There were moments in her career where she wasn't able to get like a halftime interview or post-game interview or the coach was taking too long, this, this, and that. Right. So she took it upon herself to make up whatever she thought the coach would say because in her mind, oh, they wouldn't get mad at me for saying something that they think, but they never said it. So how, my question, is as a professional, let's get that word established, professional reporter, how do you expect to obtain any credibility when you are fabricating quotes who knows any of the information that she said who knows what's real what's not simply because you wanted to say that now i have no idea if anything that you said is real yes yeah, it's, it's absurd um because like i get it it's harmless to say that you know andy reed said well we got to you know tighten up defensively or whatever if you couldn't get his quote as he's leaving the field like I, I understand, but it's the, the it's the principle of it because yeah, if you're sure. willing, yeah, if you're willing to lie on that, I mean, what what like what is more important in in journalism than like not lying? You know, yeah. like the the number one rule of journalism, I would think, is to not um. Integrity. Well, yeah, but uh, what's the word? The, plagiarism? Yeah. Number one rule in journalism is no plagiarism, right? You absolutely cannot plagiarize. Accuracy. But that's only because the actual number one rule is so over the top, like, clear that you would think no one would even think to do it, so no one states it as a rule. You don't lie about stuff. So, like, I get that it's a small thing, but if... Someone who's making millions and millions of dollars for who is she with? Is she with ESPN? She's with Fox, uh, Fox Sports Fox? and Amazon. Okay. Yeah. For someone that's getting paid that much with Amazon and Fox, someone who get paid that much and is openly willing to admit that she's so comfortable in her job that she's willing to admit on a popular podcast that she lies. Right. And Cam, I I know you're saying. Like she tried to like recant on it and yeah, she was like, oh, yeah, and that. and that was her point. She was like, oh, I did that early in my career. That's like how she tried so, to save the situation. But at the same time, on the podcast, she was like, oh, I've said this before, and I didn't get in trouble before. So it was almost like she was justifying her saying this is that she didn't get punished for it, and so that's what made it okay. And then when people were like, yeah, you're crazy. How can anybody trust you? Like this is like dishonorable then she was like oh well i only did that early in my career i don't do that now but it's like you said once you've already uh opened the possibility of you lying and just blatantly making up reports it makes it hard for anybody to believe anything you have to say where does it stop where does it stop from there and i saw that um 
that Rich Eisen talked about it. And he's more, he, for the most part, he's calm, cool, and collected. But, I mean, I think it's just, as somebody who is a professional sports reporter like Rich Eisen, and as for somebody who studies it like me and Cam do, right. like, you understand how impactful this is and how disgusting it really is as a reporter. Because credibility is the number one thing. If the world doesn't trust you, you have nothing to your name. They're not going to believe anything you say. And for, for you to admit that, like, you were comfortable enough to sit there and tell somebody, oh, yeah, sometimes I just make it up and shrugged it off like that's no big deal. That's crazy. That's scary. That's, like, that's crazy. And it, it starts with something small like that. Like yeah. It's, oh, yeah. It, and then it just, it's a trickle-down effect. Now, if, if something, if a coach really said something that somebody heard and they're like, oh, I really like that, I don't know if you, if you really said that. I, I do think it, it, it says something about the, the state of just where like sports coverage or just news coverage in general is, is that, I mean, it, the, the social media in general and, you know, especially with, you know, like the podcast she was on being so popular, you can get a lot of people get their news coverage from podcasts or <laughs> YouTube or whatever from people who aren't like professional journalists and they, they don't have to like not lie. Right. So now when you have like these news stations or, you know, TV coverage competing with people who can just say whatever for outlandish views. Right. Maybe that's why she feels like she's not. You know, just whatever, like make make up whatever is best for the TV show. Right. Because what they're really doing on a broadcast like that is. It's shifted from being about coverage to being about entertainment. And I think that's maybe why she felt so comfortable with the fact that maybe Fox, that's their focus is that it's more about the entertainment and just giving me something rather than like getting it right. And And making sure it's like attributable. Yeah. Yeah, To that point though, why not just, you could even say like they spent extra time in the locker room. Nobody's sitting there watching this game, (laughs) waiting for you to give us that halftime update on what the coach said. No, I'm not I, I worried agree. about that. I agree. I'm just like, I'm saying that I feel like that's why it's shifted in this. Direction. I'd rather have it just say they spent extra time in the locker room figuring out ways to game plan. You don't have to say, oh, this is what they're, this is what he said. Or I don't even know, like you're an NFL reporter. You have credibility to that extent that you've been around, you've watched the game, you've reported, you covered on it. Why not give your own personal intakes on it? Like, it looks like they were, they struggled a little bit in cover too. Maybe that's something that they can work on, blah, blah, blah. You don't have to say, oh yeah, coach said that they're going to, that's what they're going to do. And that's what she tried to say, like, after she already said she would make up quotes. And she would be like, sometimes I wouldn't know uh, what to say. And so I would just give an analysis of what was talked about or, like, give general, like, reports about the conversation. But she never gave direct quotations of what the coach said. But in my eyes, you've already opened up that can of worms. It's not that you lied about, like, regular blanket reports that could be generic the fact that we know you are comfortable with lying so there could be countless other things that you've just made up and we would never know and so i think that's the ultimate problem with this is not the what she said she lied about but what she didn't say she lied i'm not naive to the fact that she's probably not the only no i i there's definitely lots of others who have been in the same situation and probably, but it's the fact that you openly admitted it. Like, I mean, is that better than lying about it? No, but also if, if, if people are going to think that anyways, I'm not, I wouldn't be the one to confirm that for them. If yeah. people are gonna be like, Oh yeah, yeah. this is, cause now it, it could call into question everybody else's careers too. Like, well, she did it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she did it. Who's to say that this person yeah. doing it? I, yeah. I don't think that's something that you can just shrug off like she tried to do. Like that's hard to just put her on TV next Thursday and let her sideline report like that didn't happen. And I talked with a, a anchor like in the past and she talked about how like social media has opened up this obscurity of what really journalism is. I feel like the definition of what a journalist is has become so broad that you have like these people like Carissa who are more on the entertainment side, they're entertainers calling themselves journalists and just making stuff up, making other people who are overseas or are like 
spending 12 hours a day getting quotes and information, hard journalism, that it's like it's blurred the lines between the two. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know where you go from there, honestly. I don't. Is it a fireable offense? I don't know. They're not going to fire. That's just hard to bounce back from. I mean, I know it's probably not a big deal for everybody else, like just people who like to watch football. But as somebody who's spent years learning about the art of journalism and what to do and what not to do, especially on the professional stage, like if they really cared about who was their covered, like who was their reporter and who was giving this information, she'd be gone. Yeah, I mean. She she's, has no credit to her name anymore. Once you lose that, you literally lose everything as a journalist. You might still have the great reporting skills. You might be able to have calm camera presence. But if nobody's believing what you're saying, you have nothing. If you need a reporter. Yeah. Call me up. I'll send you my number. I don't want to put it out because then or you'll have call, the flood line. Or call me up. I'm, I'm the only one here with an actual uh, journalism degree already. So. Let's do it. Yeah, okay. What real you got? Where you real at? Yeah, uh, let me see the tape. Uh, it's on my YouTube channel. Of your, your journalism reel? Yeah, yeah. Like, interviewing... Well, you said the lines are blurred. That's, you know. No, 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 no. I mean, as a straight journalistic journalist. reporter. Yeah. No, well, athletes, just, you've been interviewing. Whatever. You got I a stand up? I got some stuff written. You got stand ups? You know. let, let me see you in your you bag. Got a video let me see on a, you have a video on a blind skateboarder? No, I don't have one. Yeah. Does. And you're not a journalist. You ever sat in front of the uh, dude's jersey I'm wearing and asked him a question during Super Bowl Media Day? I wish. That sounds pretty cool. Reporter yet? Yeah, it's cool. That degree's degree? cool. You have a degree? That degree's cute. Hit me in six months. Hey, may I'll have be two a, of them. Maybe me may only be an associate, but you know. Hit me in six months. I'll have two of them. Major and a minor. Probably mm. one degree, but it's dual. I'm gonna have three degrees. Hey, I count all the same. Not really. Associates. Three degrees, baby. Well, that's it for worst take. <laughs> we went on a lot of different tangents, but uh, yeah, if you want all the tangents, make sure to tune into the podcast. Where, where are we posting it? Spotify on all places you can get a podcast. NPR, right. baby, here we come. All right, and if you are here for the podcast, we post the snippets in a much edited down fashion on our YouTube channel as well. So go check that out. Um, because there is some funny stuff that we don't add in the podcast is this unedited untouched podcast uh, we probably skipped over some parts but sorry thanks for tuning in see you next week later